0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Vinyl Collective, your weekly journal on the hip-hop and R&B landscape.
1: I'm your host, John. And I'm your co-host, Toffa Welcome back. And, you know, the obvious joke is there, isn't it? It's episode 69. Um, and it was Valentine's Day yesterday, as I was just recording. Uh, you know, as you can see in the title episode, maybe you're into broken girls. Or maybe you want someone who you have a bit more symmetry with. You know that, that that's a reference Terrible. to <laughs> Broken Girls and Symmetry by Sava, the artist of who we're reviewing the album of. Um I don't have any '69 jokes, to all honest. I've never been a fan of that shit. Um, so yeah, I'm I thought, not covering too far. Come ready with a few, but nah. You know, what? I thought about it. I did think about. It. I was like, ah, oh, some not practice. It's, it's a like, bit obvious, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's too it's too on the nose, isn't it? But um, yeah, I mean, I will have some as the intro goes on, but yeah, I'm going to start off smoother. I'm sure you will. <laughs> Um,
0: but yes, obviously, our 69th episode, episodes. Um, as always, we had our spotlight series um, this week, uh, and it was my turn. So, if you follow us, you know over the last few weeks, we'll have seen there's been some kind of rebranding going on. You'd be thinking, what's going on? These guys have these guys are levelled up in twenty twenty two. You know, they've really gone away and thought about their uh, their graphics. That's right. We've uh, we've been doing some. Some kind of upgrading of episode graphics of our Spotlight series graphic. Uh, so do go and check that out. Uh, our playlists as well. We've been updating them. So we've got our Now and Then 2022 playlist and our Spotlight 2022 playlist as well. So do go give them a follow on Spotify. Um, and yeah, this week we had Mighty, um, Havia Mighty or Javier Mighty. I don't know how to pronounce it. I've never heard anyone say it. So we'll go with that. Um, but yeah, she's a... I guess a singer, rapper from uh, Toronto, Canada. Um, I think just our second, I'm going to say our second Canadian in the Spotlight series after Nicholas Craven, right? I don't know if we've had I Don't any think others. that's true. I think it's Amber cool, is really?
1: Canadian. I think Amber is Canadian. Mm, I think so. Okay. Yeah. Third then. Yeah. yeah. But I'll double check that. You might be right. You might mm. be right.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great artist. Uh, I won't go into it too much because uh, obviously there are some more information about her on Instagram, which you should definitely go check out. Um, But yeah, really good artist. Um, Dropping, uh, I think she dropped a mixtape last year. Um, Her last album was in 2019. So do expect uh, her to drop an album sometime around this year, I think probably towards the end of the year. Um, And yeah, next year, next week, sorry, we'll have another artist. um, But do go to Instagram, follow the playlist on Spotify and all the information will be there. Um, I think that's it. Yeah, uh, um,
1: yeah just a heads up I did check out this artist um, because mm. you gave me the heads up on this one um, and I listened to a couple songs Pull Up and Atlantic and I was very impressed very very impressed um, I know I don't think Pull Up's her song I think it's a feature but it doesn't matter but Atlantic I mean that's her own song and I was, I really really liked it I actually I like, really really liked that put in my like song so I'm definitely going to check out that um, was it you say EP that was it last year or was it a project uh,
0: it was a oh, I not think sure. it was a mixtape actually
1: okay cool yeah um, um so yeah i need to check out our mixtape because yeah um i was very impressed i can't lie yeah yeah the album, the, the album
0: was, was 13th yeah, floor so, yeah. and the mixtape was stock, stock, exchange.
1: stock exchange that's it that's yeah, the yeah. one yeah um, so yeah no go definitely going to check her out guys i think she's legit yeah
0: as soon as i heard her i was like yeah this is this is top his bag so <laughs> yeah i don't know what it was i think probably because you've you've picked a lot of artists you have a similar kind of sound like you you had what was it sample
1: the great and then yeah who else was there there's another artist. They there. are. They, they are in that vein as well. Possibly, yeah. Um, there's quite a few. who have done bloody 69 of them now. So, yeah. quite yeah. well, A lot to keep track of. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: but, yeah, that's a Spotlight series. Um, mm-hmm. Before we get into the new music from the week, um, mm-hmm. if you're an American football fan or if you're just a regular person like myself. Just, shot, a, human. <laughs> just uh, a human. Just a walking. human. human. <laughs> yeah. Uh, going through life. Um, and you reached Sunday, you probably would have seen the uh, Super Bowl halftime show which had a lot of East, West Coast, uh, East and West Coast, right? Fifty Cent um, rappers and obviously we had Mary J. Blige there as well. Um, I feel like this is this is probably my favorite halftime show. Damn, really? That I've seen. Isn't I haven't seen a huge amount of them, but it's usually like a band. Mm-hmm. Or what was it last year? There was the weekend. Mm-hmm. The weekend was the weekend was very good, but yeah, I feel like this year was something more. I could kind of like. Dig my teeth into. I was like, yeah, I know all these songs. Um, oh, okay. I listen cool. to these artists.
1: Uh, yeah, no, I thought I thought it was a brilliant show. What about you? Um, I thought it was a good show. I do not say it's oh, my favorite. Wow, I don't know why you're saying like that, mate. I mean, there's been some really good Super Bowl shows. I mean, Michael Jackson, Beyonce, and Bruno. Like, but it's I'm hard about to be in that. your lifespan. Is Beyonce good- and Bruno Mars was in my lifespan. Yeah, that's, that's a good. One. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. That's a really good one. Right, yeah. Right, right. So. Um, it, It was good. I think it was very cool because see, a lot of these artists were like, like you said, like when I was young, I remember these songs. Like obviously, still mm. Dre, massive fucking song. Yep. Um, lose yourself. It's it's so easy to forget how big lose yourself was. I even I forgot a little bit. Mm. Um, and the thing is, you know what's funny? I don't even know what was in like the the ether this year, but I don't give a shit about American football. I've heard it's a really good sport, so I actually probably might get into it in the future, but I've never watched the Super Bowl. But I actually tuned in um, the other day, and I get... Okay, no, a bit of a detour in it, but I get why the performance is there, because of way Americans are. And... um here we go. Don't alienate 12% of our listening audience, by the way. Oh, fuck off. No, it's not that. Um, I will say it's quite It's quite fun. I think minus the adverts, the whole kind of spectacle is actually really enjoyable. So I oh, get... Sorry. Yeah, because we don't have that here, right? It's not, it's not like you're going to get someone. You're not going to get like... Um, I don't know, Rosalia in the middle of the Champions League final start singing off. Like, this is that never happens. So I just it's always been like perplexed me, like, why do they do that? It's just one big advert. But it's pretty cool isn't it like it adds to the spectacle of the final as a bit more grand, I guess, it makes it more grand, essentially what I'm trying to say. So, anyways, that aside, um, I thought it was really cool. One thing, there's a couple of things that um I pointed out which are quite interesting, right? So with Kendrick again. I don't know why anyone thought this. Life's not a movie, by the way, guys. Just because it makes sense in your head, and it's like, oh, actually, you know, when the clock strikes 12, it, that doesn't... Heart part five is going to drop. <laughs> yeah, five do you I mean? It's going to fall from the roof and land on his feet. <laughs> exactly, like, just because it makes sense in your head and it, like, it's logically consistent doesn't mean it's actually going to happen. So, yes, the Super Bowl is a big event. That doesn't mean Kendra's going to use that to drop a new single. That doesn't even make sense, which ties into what I said before, right? The Super Bowl is one of the biggest events on the planet, right? <laughs> a third of America watches it, which is it. I don't think people understand how crazy of a, of a statistic that is. So, why would you, in an in a event that big, play a song that no one knows? That makes no sense. <laughs> like, what? So, it like, oh, here's, and here's my new song. Everybody sing the chorus. And everyone's like, yeah. Like, what the hell? Like, that's never going to happen. That's not how it works. People release new music on like intimate festivals that like, no one cares for. Yeah, it's fairytale shit, right? Um, sorry I was going to um, say
0: Out of like all of the artists I think he had The shortest amount of time
1: Yeah Other than 50 cents <laughs> Yeah so, I don't know why You're expecting A whole new single To come out yeah, it's not, it's not the Kendrick Lamar Super Bowl. If yeah. anything, it feels like a more of a Dr. Dre aftermath Super Bowl. Like which yeah. yeah. which it was. Um, I will say, obviously, yeah, shout out to Jay-Z for, you know, putting black people at the Super Bowl. No one was allowed to take a kneel except for the white guy who has nothing to lose. Whatever. Let's he not even it for, touch that. He it
0: for a lot longer than I thought he was going to. He did, no. Shout out to Eminem. Yeah. He definitely held
1: it down. He definitely held it mm. down. But it's just, what yeah, one thing I thought was really interesting that was obviously Kendrick playing, like, old songs. Obviously, all right. And, um mad city but with all right he even muted popo he wasn't he didn't even say popo i was like what the yeah, hell like awesome. how yeah how that's bad has awesome, yeah. it gone like what the hell like what like that's how you know how fucked the nfl is at the moment like you can't even say popo and the I, police exactly like, that's my whole point so that doesn't even make any sense to me but i think it's a thing where that song was so contentious. I think it was Fox News, isn't it? Also at the start of damn, where they yeah. So I think he probably wanted to avoid that. But I feel like it kind of, and I'm not saying this is easy because it's not easy. But I feel like if you're gonna take something as a Super Bowl and you're and someone who is like Kendrick Lamar, who is so outspoken about the things that happen to black people in America, it is surprising that you would agree to do the Super Bowl. You would agree to do a song like All Right, and you would sense yourself doing it. I don't know what you think about this, but I just thought I was interested.
0: Yeah, it's kind of difficult because you're like, well, I'd rather perform it than not, but a lot of the meaning's lost if you can't actually say some of the most impactful lyrics. So yeah, 100, I'm hundred percent with you on that. But I mean, you probably had no yeah. choice, right? They're gonna be like,
1: well, you can't perform it otherwise. But you could just perform like humble. I know people might hate listen yeah. to that again, but just perform something like you're saying, and we hate. Mm-mm. Who do you hate? I don't know who you hate. It takes oh, the whole know, thing out of the song. On, we all know. I know, I know, we but it's know. just like it's just so weird, and it? it just yeah. it, it does kill the song a little mm-hmm. bit. Like, and I really like all right. Um, obviously, still, Dre was amazing. Yeah. Um, Major Bryce was cool as well. Yeah. Fifty mm-hmm. was. Hey, I'm hilarious. gonna stop you right there <laughs> uh, before
0: we have any slander. Um, I loved it. Like, come on, mm. that's pretty cool. That's it was cool. Like having him hanging mm-hmm. down from like the pull up bar, whatever, from the video. Mm-hmm. Um, yes lots of jokes saying not 50 cent he's a full dollar now like <laughs> that's funny that's a funny one um, and yes he looked very out of breath by the end but it was still at the end what? he was out of breath
1: at the start did you <laughs> see was, him he was he was he was fucked <laughs> <laughs> <That's true. laughs> it looked like he was about to explode <laughs> he did he did, did you no know, come on right at the start because the thing is because he got off after like he did the intro it was literally he couldn't even finish the intro to the song, but he had to have, like, a break. And I mean he was like, you know, no, that's your birthday. Like, because he couldn't hack it, mate. He couldn't do it. The blood was right anyway, too quick. shout out to 50
0: Cent. for Shout out
1: to 50. It's uh, very nostalgic. It was cool. It was a nice little ode to yeah. um the back of the day. Yeah. yeah before we get too crowded, <laughs> anyway, I think, yeah, generally
0: speaking, good show, right? Um, yeah, good Anderson show. Pack, shout out him and his drumming.
1: Of course. Of course. Um, yeah.
0: Shout out Dr. Dre not playing the piano. Um. I think we all saw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I love the like fake, uh, like kind of mixing setup. Is it, it? didn't even. They didn't even try to make it look real. It's just loads mm-hmm. of like, you know where he's standing there like pretending to do things. Mm-hmm. I thought they'd at least try and make it look real. I, you know
1: what is, I thought, I thought, I, can't remember, I got baited by it first. I thought he did the piano with the dun, 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 dun. And then also he just got up straight away. I was like, oh yeah, he, was, he wasn't doing that shit at all. But he did make it look like believable. And I get maybe there might be some sort of audio issues behind that. How do you project a piano to a whole stadium? That must be pretty fucking hard.
2: Yeah.
1: So I get that. Um. Yeah. I th- I think the film at halftime is more the performance rather than the actual song. So mm. I'm not too mad at that. Yeah. But you know what I am mad at, and I just cannot I cannot believe he he was allowed to do this. Such oh, a here disgrace. We go you know, fucking Snoop Dogg smoking weed before the halftime show. That is just, that is absolutely disgraceful, mate. Anywhere I can't else believe in it. in
0: California? How dare
1: you? <laughs> Yeah, where weed is actually legal. Where oh my legal. gosh. Don't, don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. Like, what? What? I mean, I just, I just never knew him to be that guy. I was just, I was so shocked. That's crazy. Yeah, that whole... Yeah. <laughs> <of, laughs> it, it had a, yeah, a grey cloud over the performance after
0: that. Yeah, yeah really literally, know. literally
1: from that fucking um, blunt, mate. That's <laughs>
0: so, yeah. <laughs> um, But anyway, <sighs> um... New music this week. I feel like there's been a mm. fair bit. We've had some weeks, kind of in January, where there hasn't been um, many releases, but this week there has. Uh, I'm going to start us off with uh, Tomorrow, a single by John Legend with Nas and Florian Picasso. Okay. Uh, yeah. Song called, yeah, Tomorrow. Uh, the Nas rapping was nice. There was nice production on there, but... John Legend, I just feel like he just he doesn't really say a whole a whole lot these days. Um he sings, he has a nice <laughs> voice, but he doesn't really say anything. Um so that's great. But uh yeah, there's some nice Nas <laughs> Nas nice, nice, nice lines on there. He's like, let's go to Hawaii, rent a boat, show off your body. miserable won't company, homie, please don't invite me. Which was quite it sounded a lot like the um, you know, that Shayneur mm. line where she was like, um something likes company, come spend the night. What was it?
1: Mystery does come.
0: Yeah, that was it. That was mm. it. Um, but yeah, good. Sounded good on the beat. Um, I'm interested to see when King's Disease three comes out. I reckon it'll be this year, this summer.
1: I reckon so as well. I don't think it mm. should be. I mean, there needs to be some sort of like reprieve from last year. Where he, mm. I mean, Magic and King's Disease two. I'm not saying he can't. He can do whatever he wants. But yeah, I'll be. I don't. I think it's probably coming this year, if not the end of this year. If he so, takes time yeah. off,
0: are we going to get the same kind of energy as Magic? I don't know. I, want I don't it.
1: think so i don't think so i i, mm. I think magic was more just ai am gonna remind people who the fuck i am but it was but, the best of all of them it was, it was the new ones yeah but i think king's disease one and two are quite similar and i think king's disease 3 will continue that so yeah i don't mm. i don't think it'll be magic but i think maybe magic will be his own series along the line maybe who knows so yeah yeah i'd be surprised if mean, that happened
0: but yeah
1: mm. um, i mean speaking of magic obviously vince staples dropped a song chord magic with Didn't dj be. mustard um i was i like this um it's very dj mustard i mean the beat is very dj mustard um but the production isn't that bad i think it gets better as the song goes on the outro is quite cool um it's not my favorite vince staples song um that's dropped in the past year i think pretty much most songs on the self-titled are probably better than this but i don't think it's a bad song yeah what do you think yeah i agree
0: with you very dj mustard i don't know if it worked the best for uh for vince staples Mm. i'll say that because obviously you know most production that you have especially this kind of stuff he does with kenny beats um it's dissonant right like you've got his lyrics and you've got the production you're like oh this is you know this is quite impactful because he's talking about this issue but the beat's saying something else entirely um and that kind of throws you off but with this it threw me off not in a good way i was like (laughs) well what what's this like Mm -hmm. serious kind of um Almost like poppy hip hop stuff going on at the beginning. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like it. The mesh of the Fair. two. Yeah, no, I, I would like to see much more from them. To be honest,
1: I feel like a feature would have rounded this song out well because it, it feels like a club song. Yeah. To be honest, and I feel like Vince Staples' delivery is too laid back. It's because that. it's
0: that like, wah, 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 wah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That kind of, yeah,
1: very West Coast, very yeah. West Coast. So yeah, I just think a little a feature there just to kind of. Like add a some energy funk,
0: Almost right Yeah, yeah exactly like Nate Dogg stuff Yeah
1: and I think um, If you had like a YG there mm. Obviously that kind of just Brings the mood of the song But yeah see Vince Staples Like I said Very similar to Sweatcher Sweatshirt Where it's just the Laid back delivery Like laid back as hell and, uh-huh. it's just, and it can work on some production I just don't know If it fully works on this But I just, yeah like I said Not a bad song But not my favourite
0: Yeah yeah Um, What else has dropped uh, Have you heard the M show? Heddy one song, Warzone. No, fuck that. <laughs> Sorry, uh, yeah. I fucked up. I have heard it down and down. my response is similar. <laughs> uh, yeah, it wasn't for me. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not really a M Mahanju fan either. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I say either, I'm not a fan of him. Um, I don't really <laughs> listen to his music. Yeah. And Heddy's been in a bit of a slide since, well, since before Edna, let's be honest. Edna was good, but it wasn't, you know, Creative.
1: Yeah, I, I, you is know it's people. People hear what you're saying and they'll be like, "What?" But I think there's actually some truth to that because Music and Roads, really good mixtape. Ed, um, Gang, great um EP, and Edna's decent. I don't think Edna's bad, but it's not as good as the first two. And then also you had um. But then since Edna, everything's been seriously downhill. Though I'm saying. Yeah, um, I was gonna say um, what's the the mixtape oh, you the dropped the mix last year? Last
0: year, the Thamesmead one.
1: Yeah, money don't money. Yeah. No, that's not. Was oh, it right something like that I don't really give a fuck people will try to add like, oh but it's got that song Cry on it it's like it's one song people need to stop doing this just because a <laughs> uh, mixtape table right there's one song does not too justify the English. rest too low for my own good yes that's the one yeah. um yeah it's it's not good so yeah I kinda agree with you I don't know I, I don't know when was the last time anyone really had the streets jumping it was probably Edna yeah, <laughs> yeah. I agree so I yeah agree. yikes um yeah. yeah I don't know I haven't heard it so yeah it's a miss um,
0: Anything else? Oh, uh the God Fahim has another song out with a guy called Your Old Droog. I don't know if you're aware of him.
1: Young old Droog, yeah, yeah. Um mm-hmm.
0: yeah, he his voice, if people don't really know who he is, his voice sounds like a a combination of NAS and MF Doom. His voice. Not his lyrics, but his mm. voice <laughs> before people get on to get on to me. Um but yeah, really good song. It's called Wall Street with briefcase. Um mm. it's like a really lovely like Delicate, like, soul sample on there. Um, yeah, I recommend people go check that out. Um, mm. Which reminds me, Nicholas Craven, one of our Spotlight Series artists, his album is coming out this Friday. Yes, and free. And free. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's going to be a banger, I reckon. It's a lot of, yeah, shouts. yeah, shout to our boy. Yeah, yeah, um, I think it's going to be good as well. I'm trying to think who's on there. Um, Fahim will obviously be on there, a lot of his kind mm. of um, regular. Uh, Kind probably Ransom's going to
1: be on there as well I'm assuming I fit, so. yeah stuff like that but i, I know i saw you you saw you posted a track list hmm. on twitter the other day but i cannot i don't have it to hand so i mean yeah we look forward to yeah. it yeah i've so got right. it here yeah navy blue uh baldy james
0: that will be cool mm. but i think the song for that already came out didn't it easer man
1: yeah um, oh that's a banging song by the way oh yeah. my gosh yeah elucid yeah, um pink sifu uh hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Basically all the popular faces. Yep, so, yeah. Exactly. All the boys. Um, all the Boys. Yeah, literally all the boys.
0: But yeah, nine cool. tracks. Nice and mm-hmm. nice and concise. So yeah, definitely go check that out on Friday when it drops. Cool. Um Yeah. I don't know. Have you heard anything else this week? And no, you... No,
1: uh, you forgot the big one, mate. You forgot the big one. And you know, it's gonna it's gonna it's a tale as old as time with the Vada Collective. Um but um so last week. Our good girl, Jasmine Sullivan, dropped her deluxe EP, Hotels Motels, the deluxe, as it's called. Um, So five new songs and another five extra skits, which brings the total runtime to 54 minutes. I haven't heard this, I'm just going to be
0: honest.
1: Yeah, 54 minutes, another five songs, another five tales. Um, And I think at this point, at this point, like, come the fuck, like, why are we still acting like this is the EP? This is an album, It's a fucking album, why is this not an album? I don't know if Jasmine Sullivan... I do know, because she said it before, where she has, like, issues of confidence or so doesn't always believe in her music. But I think Hotels is a decent enough concept to be a full-on album if you Just back yourself, you know? Like, yeah. some of these songs... There's, there's some good songs here. And then speaking of the deluxe, um, I will say, though, like, some of these plays on these songs are quite low... Um, Obviously, Issa Ray is on here. Issa's Tale. Also, a lot of people go into that. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that doesn't... It kind of tickles me a little it bit. When start, the deluxe? Um, after Girl Like Me.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. So, um, one thing that kind of tickles me, because uh, I just think... I mean, that doesn't make any sense, but the fact that her own tale is part of the deluxe and not part of the main track list, like, it's your project. <laughs> like, why, why is this, like, some sort of throwaway tale? Like, but whatever. I just thought, a bit weird. Um, yeah, a couple songs I do like So I like Rostar And I like Hurt Me So Good They're really good songs um, BPW Which stands for Exactly what you think it does To be honest, it's Hotels so It sounds like exactly What you think it does um, It's okay I don't really like it that much um, Selfish is okay Tragic is in between The two in a, in a sense So yeah, I think I thought it was good I just, yeah I just, yeah I think she won Album of the Year For one award recently I just don't understand Why we're still doing this But um, yeah, I think people Should there's check it out is Apparently that's a new thing
0: I maybe mean, it's the you know
1: deluxe EP <laughs> soon, I reckon. <laughs> do you know what it is? I do say this whilst l Sweatshirt does have a, a deluxe EP, but I'm just, I, I'm, even then he can get it soon. Like, what? What's a deluxe EP? An EP means extended play. Now he just made it an LP. It's facing LP at this point. Why are we doing this? Um, but you yeah, know, I think you should check it out John. I think you'll like it. It's a, it's a good, um, nice little addition. But yeah. that's but what ha- I've
0: heard. How many uh tales in the end then?
1: Oh, fuck, tails. that's true.
0: Damn. This must be a record because 24 <laughs> songs in 54 minutes.
1: So there was five songs originally, four songs originally? Won, so wait, hold three, on. Three, four, five.
0: Yeah. Oh, Amanda's makes it six. Damn. So that's what, 11 Tales?
1: Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 10, 11. Oh, <laughs> wow, that's too much, isn't it? I know. Like, like, and do we really need that? I think at some point you kind of drive the point home. About the hotels Mm. Like why can't The songs Just do the talking I said this When we did it With Tandy A year ago But yeah It's it's long (laughs) 24 songs man 24 tracks Essentially But But
0: enough slander Because it's You know It's our generation's Miseducation of Lauren Hill Oh my god You just activated My (laughs) track
1: Possibly One of the most Slanderous things I've heard this year I don't think it's totally wrong. I don't think many people said that, but the fact that someone out there said oh, that I've means, seen it. It
0: yeah.
1: We, oh, did it really? Oh, we need to come home, man. We need to come back to normality and reason. Because why are we going this far? It is good. It is not amazing. Like it's a good little. It's a nice little treat. Do you know what I mean, but why are we? Why do we have to go so You're far? A man, though, top You can't relate. Oh fuck off! I mean, funny enough, she does have a bro's tail here. Like she does have one of the guys here. So you know, maybe you know, I can identify with that in some sense. But the miseducation of Lauren Hill is completely different. It's completely different, and it's nowhere near as. It's a lot more nuanced than this. There's a lot more finesse to this, and I'm saying this as someone who does not give a fuck about Lauren Hill. But it's true that about really to good. say, if, any, if anyone can have <laughs> you know
0: somewhat of an objective
1: opinion on it, it's probably you. Yeah, like Miss Education, Lauren Hill is like a banger that like you can't fault that shit. That is like next level. Yeah. Next level. Hotels is not that. It is fun. It's you know, it's a bit trendy. It kinda takes to Twitter topics and puts it in the album. It's cute, but it's not it's not Miss Education. Mm-hmm. We need to, you know, tame it a little bit. But yeah. Uh if you
0: think this is in fact the Miss of Lauren Hill, or you've <laughs> listened to the deluxe and you're like, Yeah, this is an absolute banger. It's even better now. Uh, do let us know. Obviously we're on Twitter, T V C pod instagram vinyl collected pod you can email us uh pod at gmail.com um maybe we'll leave even a little cheeky question in there somewhere on uh on spotify asking you about the album um or they will probably save that for the main
1: album won't we? <laughs> yeah i mean or as kanye said find good <laughs> if you think fine this, this is a shit, just find good <laughs> <laughs> you just People don't like come back and say find good find god, job. Fine god. <laughs> <laughs> so funny because he does it lowercase as well I don't know why that makes
0: it funny he just puts my god because I don't know
1: it's so petty isn't it like, it's like my god um, yeah uh, whatever oh, shout out to that guy <laughs> he's, he's so funny when he doesn't mean to be he really is um, one last one <clears throat> not really going to
0: talk about it much but there yeah. is another single out uh, food for the soul uh, blues on this one uh, with okay. fat lib Fat Lip and GBA. Um, mm-hmm. I like it a
1: lot. A lot. Oh, okay. um, so do go check that one out. Um, okay, I haven't checked that out because you know what it is? I was kind of scarred from the previous Gangster rap. Right. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I ignored that. But if you, say, you know, you've given it your approval so I'll go and check it out. <sighs> it means a lot. Uh, but yeah, yeah nice. no,
0: that one's definitely, it's got a really nice, like kind of deep, like twangy bass guitar in there. Oof. Mm. Yeah, it's nice. Cool. Um, but yeah, I think that kind of wraps us up with new music for the week. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, yeah, we're going to take a short break And then we'll be back with the main
1: album review Cool, see you in a bit Right, we're back And as the title of the episode suggests We are talking about Saba And his latest album, A Few Good Things Hopefully we have a few good things to say about it as well But um, yeah, it's been a long time coming Long, long, long time coming Um, It's almost exactly four years ago Since... um, his second album, Care For Me, dropped. Um, in that time, he's dropped a shit ton of singles. Uh, so many uh, An album's yeah. worth of singles. <laughs> yeah, literally. And I think it got people thinking, oh, is he dropping an album? Is he not? It kind of felt like he was kind of entering the cycle and then stopping. So I think yeah. um, right after Care For Me, he dropped quite a few songs. One of them was actually um, famously aimed at Anthony Fantano, the Nice What remix, because obviously Anthony Fantano kind of panned Care For Me. Um, he obviously had Stay Right Here Beautiful Smile um, he had One more I remember and um, obviously I think like a couple years later or a year later he came with Mrs Whoever Yeah. Um, he had um, Zip Lock Rich Don't Stop Countless there's actually Countless I don't yeah. think I can count all of them he has a lot of songs these he's dropped since yeah. but um, by the by obviously Care For Me kind of you know took Saba to I guess the next level so to speak um, okay. obviously someone who's been Known, known in the Chicago scene for quite a while people appreciate him obviously he works with trans Rapper, angels and surf all sorts he's been Chance trans Rapper since the start <clears throat> but I think Kevin is the one where people actually looked at him for oh shit this guy's like legit in his own too yeah obviously tragically talking about the death of his cousin and things like that I think it was quite heartfelt I think it struck a lot of chords with a lot of people Um, I think also sorry to add to that as well something we definitely saw just mm. plugging the
0: fact that we went to a concert <laughs> to see <some laughs> album, what was it, three three, three years, years ago? Three years ago. Yeah, twenty um, uh, twenty nineteen. Yeah. And obviously singing some of the most emotional songs from that album. Mm-hmm. Definitely clear that, you know, that was something that was still pretty immediate. Um mm-hmm. and I mean tragedy and like heartache and stuff, are obviously at the you know, kind of at the
1: fore in this album as well, but mm-hmm. along with other themes,
0: obviously. Um but yeah, yeah. No,
1: carry on. But, um, yeah, I mean, Saba's had quite a journey. I mean, I know a lot of people who listen to the show or even just listen to music probably aren't too familiar with Saba. Um, so I'll give a quick rundown because I know Saba, like, he's he's there, but he's not there. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of, he's, he's in, in free, that in- Yeah, yeah he's, he's still in, like, that purgatory state where it's like, are you going to be, like, an A-tier like t- artist or are you going to be, like, a A B tier so, so he kind of dropped an EP in 2011 called the Ozymandias EP, uh, this actually has um Joseph Chinims on it from From Pivot Gang. And obviously, if you know Joseph Chinims was on the no-name song Forever, uh, which obviously had a great um verse there. Then he had the another he had his first mixtape, Get Comfortable, in twenty twelve. So he has like Mick Jenkins, John Doe, um you know, the the usual Chicago people continue and love. Comfort Zone comes out in twenty fourteen, another mixtape, um has your girl, Jamila Woods, on it. Aaron Allen Kane, Benjamin Earl Turner, who was also on No Names, Rune 25, amazing verse on there as well. And last but not least, he also had the Spare Change beat tape. So, so Saar was also a very um, competent producer. So, he kind of gave, I think he put it on SoundCloud for free or something like that. So, he had that out in 2015 and I think he removed it off the streaming services. He references it in um, the song Grey on Care For Me. I just can't remember what he says, but yeah, so he has that. So, then obviously you have Care For Me. So that's what, what he has where he is at that point. Um, good thing you mentioned the concert, right? Because I don't know how mean you got to speak about Sabah. I can't remember how that conversation even went. I don't even know how where you kind of saw it in twenty eighteen. So I want to start with that. Like how? Where do you kind of? How do you view care for me? And where do you think it stands in twenty eighteen?
0: Oh, um, <clears throat> so I think I came onto Sabah probably quite a bit before care For Me came out. I'm mm-hmm. trying to think. I mean, we're me later scroll back through messages and find out that i'd just heard of him but i have a Mm -hmm. feeling that you know i've i would known him quite quite well at that point Mm -hmm. um but yeah when when care for me came out like it was definitely one of the strongest projects that year for sure um do you mean just in terms of like what was my impression of the album when it came out yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um yeah i was like taken aback by it i think um i think even at that point i guess i view him as or viewed him and still do Mm -hmm. as like one of the strongest I guess one of the strongest like artists who can dip in and out of singing and rapping just without any hesitation and just maintaining flow. And like he's just one of the smoothest artists to do that. Um, and it's something Great. that so many artists do, but none of them I think do with quite the same. Um, yeah. With quite just the same, same like, skill. Ease. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the same ease this, yeah. Does. yeah. Um, and that was definitely like definitely all over Care for Me. You can see that. You can see that in his mm-hmm. new album as well. Um and yeah, I just think the emotion that he portrayed throughout the album was um like really, really profound and powerful. Um obviously you get it on mm-hmm. on, you know, Heaven All Around Me, obviously we're all gonna cry when we hear that. Um but then he had, you know, bigger songs like Busy Sirens and like Life and Um what was it came after that? Calligraphy. Mm-hmm. Um so, yeah, I was, a, I was a big fan of the album when it came out. I went back to it again in preparation for the, for the album review. This and obviously Bucketless Projects. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn, like he, he doesn't miss. Every song is just spectacular. Um, and because he keeps them quite concise as well. Like he never really kind of drags it out too much. Like Bucketless Project was under 50 minutes, I think. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember how long Care For Me was. I think around I think the same length. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, he's he's incredibly consistent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, kept me just uh it's just 41 minutes really short, but it feels like there's so much being said. Um just to kind of give a heads-up reminder of the albums that came out in 2018, um there was Room 25 by No Name, there was Daytona by Pusha T, mm-hmm. there was DiCaprio 2 by Jid. There was some rap songs by El Sweatshirt. There was yeah. Saturn by Nail. So it wasn't like it was a weak yeah. year. It was actually some you pretty competent shit. Kanye West with Kidsy Ghost. Of course. Yeah. So, like, there were some good, legit albums coming out that year. Um, I think Ladies Wisdom, even though I must be lying, no, Ladies Wisdom come out that year. But there was a lot of good albums, which I'm trying to say. And I think most of those would be most people's top five. I think Kef Me, I think I put Kef Me as number. Three, number two, mm. and I think I'd even put it higher now. Like I, this album is really? so fucking. <laughs> eh? <laughs> nice, uh, go on. nice. But yeah, no, I think um, I think this album is so strong, and it's even stronger when I look back at it. I'm like, mm. it's ten tracks, not a single miss. In sight, not a single miss in sight. And I think one thing, one thing I actually think the album doesn't really get enough rep for is that yes, obviously a lot of it is surrounded by the death of his um cousin, Walter, yep. who was also part of Pivot Gang. But there's also songs said that have nothing to do with that, which are also just as emotionally heavy, such as Broken Girls, mm. such as um Fighter, such as smile, or even Grey, where he's talking about beat, like record labels and stuff like that. Like there's so much packed into this. And um, it just feels like every word, every literal bar just means so much to him. Like that's one thing I like about Saba. Like, he carries so much weight when mm. he um makes songs. So much weight. Um I like how obviously more points, obviously you always get more points from me when you produce. Um so obviously him, De-De Dayu, Day Day, and Dayud produced the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, produced the whole thing. Very clustered. I think and the thing is, yes, even though a lot of the songs do surround his death, it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel melodramatic in any sense. Mm-mm. Do you know? What I mean? Or it doesn't feel like every song is just moaning about the death of his cousin right. or anything like that. Not at all. Like if it feels like he's really trying to process his shit in real time. Yep. Um and again, I I think you can also add like maybe certain albums to it at the right time. Like twenty eighteen was like <laughs> the year for like the pressing albums. Obviously, some rap songs and care for me, but <laughs> yeah, no, I honestly think I honestly think this is like a really, really I'm surprised mm. I'm surprised. I know I don't really want to mention it, but I'm surprised Fantano panned this because I honestly think this album's legitimately amazing. I mean like, the guy kicked it. Even do for Sabah. <laughs> <up. laughs>
0: he he yeah. does get it wrong. So Yeah, but I think he,
1: I think he fucked up this time, <laughs> big time. Because obviously he fucked up with um Jid's first album, um, The Never Story. So I think he fucked up even worse on this. Like the up Never with a few st- Kanye albums in the past as well. Yeah, like but this one is like, no, you actually fucked up, man. Yep. Because yeah, this this one's so strong. I I, I might even put it over room 25 at this point and I thought room 25 was number one at the time yeah. so yeah really strong and I think it's such a huge leap from what I know known of Saba at the time because obviously yes I didn't even listen to Bucky list at the time but I've known of Saba for so long mm. and I always thought he was cool so he has this verse on surf called um something that I want and I thought it was a really cool verse like he I, mean, I know he was a good rapper him yeah. on angels really good rapper but I always see it was more of a Happier rapper And I think And maybe he did himself but I think also A lot of shit changed Really quickly for him And I think As dark as this event Was for him I think it definitely uh, Accelerated his um, Artistry mm. Massively 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 And I think that's I think that's why we We see the sub we have now To yeah. be honest
0: mm-hmm. Yeah for sure um, So yeah I guess getting into the album um, 14 tracks like we said um, I guess similar length To uh, to Care for me Um yeah, what was your what were your kind of first impressions, I guess, talking about and including that, I guess, the theme and like what you took from the
1: album as a whole. Okay, cool. So the first thing I noticed or kind of took um attention to was the fact that it's the same formula in terms of production. So it's him, Day Day, and Dayud again. So I thought, okay, cool, I don't mind this. Um I I was a bit concerned, obviously, like when you you can kind of put yourself in a box or kind of get uh, into a point where you're making the same beats again and again yep. when you, when it's just like the same producers, especially when you're rapping over your own production. Um, so I saw that. I was like, okay, cool. Same format again. Um, shit ton of features all over this place. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I think there's only two songs that don't have features. And I was like,
2: woof. I think we were both talking about that
1: when we talked about it last week. Yeah. Like the there's then. a lot, lot, lot of features. Um, but the first thing that caught my eye, and then I'll get to the, <laughs> I'll get to the general thoughts, but the first thing that caught my eye, I was like, is that, is that Tariq? I was like, yo, <laughs> like that black thought. So I need to check that out. I didn't skip to it, but I was very excited uh, towards the end. Um so, so obviously the album's house caused called Few Good Things. We've heard a lot of singles. So the singles that um support this album were of course Fearmonger, Stop That, yep. Come My Way featuring Crazy Bone and Survivor's Guilt with G Herbo. So I knew to I knew to expect variation as Saba will always give you. The guy, you know, has like a million different flows. Um I don't know what the concepts would be also the cover is like I think his dad or his uncle something like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I don't know where this one's going, um, but overall, I I really enjoy this album, man. I do, I do enjoy this album. Um, it's a different um, angle to Care for Me, yeah, but not so different. But it's also a different angle to Bucket List project. So it's like it feels like he's not as depressing as Care for Me, but he's not as light hearted as Bucket List. So he has he, he kind of has like a thin line, he feels like he's walking in between. Um I feel like he's made a big and a big um intention to kind of get away from his cousin dying. He doesn't really mention it much on this one. The whole theme seems to be based on like family and like um making it out the making it out of the hood so to yeah. so speak and kind of achieving fame and all that stuff and the struggles of it. And again, what again what I like about Sabah so much is that it feels like you can really feel the weight of some of the things he's saying. Yeah. Like you really feel, and I really feel like he is genuinely struggling really fucking hard to deal with the fact that he has to pay for a lot of things in terms of family and yeah. things of that nature. Yeah. Um so that's my that was my initial thoughts. In terms of the I guess the actual concept, I think we can talk about that yeah, as we we'll go on. But I do I do yeah. I do have a do have a theory, so to speak. But what, what are your thoughts?
0: Yeah. Um Yes, I agree. yeah I agree with a few things you said there for sure. Um, in terms of like the overall sense, the overall vibe you're getting from the album, it's yeah, it's not the same as Bucket List, and it's not the same as Care for Me. It kind of combines elements of them both in the mm-hmm. sense that yes, someone has died. Obviously, Squeak Pivot from Pivot mm-hmm. Gang died last year. I think I think it was last year. He was stabbed to death, right?
1: Um, Squeak, no. Yeah. No, no, Walter Walter
0: died before Care For Me. No, his cousin died, and then a member also died, right?
1: Oh, did he? I haven't checked that out. In 2021,
0: Squeak died, yeah.
1: Oh, damn. Is that his brother?
0: I think it is. Damn. I don't know if it's his brother, because I know his cousin had died, which was Care For Me was about, and then a member of Pivot Gang died last year.
1: Oh, okay, cool. I I think that's
0: why there are elements of death and stuff still in the album. Mm -hmm. Um, But there definitely seems to be a lot more... Um I guess uh retrospectiveness, if that's a word. <laughs> Retrospection. <laughs> Retrospection like, yeah. Um, he's kind of not it's not so all of the kind of emotions and, and themes he's talking about are not so immediate as they were on Care for me, but he's just so in his head. Um he's kind of taken a few steps away and he's looking back a lot. Um looking back to, you know, childhood growing up, um, noticing, you know, uh, how childhood experiences i guess have shaped how he 's got here, maybe things he would have changed or noticing um yeah the i guess the pitfalls of of fame and success and stardom which we 'll get into get again um but yeah, it definitely feels like there 's a lot more retrospection, and he 's kind of taking a bit more of an objective overlook on it um mm. i guess i guess similar to to what Corday was trying to do with from a bird 's eye view right um mm. but I feel like he executes it so much more um, deftly on this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not trying to like take a dig at him, but it kind of makes sense because there was a bar yeah. in there as well saying um, something about uh, like when you reach the top, you realize it's much more lonely at the bottom or something mm-hmm. like that, um, mm-hmm. which kind of made me think of the the uh, Corday thing. Um, mm-hmm. But really good. I think the features, there were a lot of them, but none of them outshone him. None of them took away from the theme. They all kind mm-hmm. of contributed to it. Um, especially Black Thought on the final song. Um, My God,
1: my God, yeah.
0: A whole range of flows, like you say, you're always going to get that with him, a whole range of production. Um, Mm -hmm. I think for the most part, it worked. Um, A couple of songs in the middle, didn't like, but yeah, on the whole, on the whole, a very, very good album. Mm. Yeah.
1: And I guess, what do you think he means by a few good things? Like, what do you think he's trying to say with this album?
0: Um, I think it's like a... no, I guess realizing that in the grand scheme of things, you only kind of need a couple of like grounding values, people, um, things, I guess, like those kind of few good things don't really change throughout your life. And you notice that as you kind of accumulate possessions and success, you can, he kind of still looks back like on 2012, he looks back to when he had everything he needed just like before the fame. Um, so I think yeah. I took that from it, a few good things.
1: Yeah Yeah What about yourself Um. No similar Because obviously Because um, one thing Like if you're gonna have A title track One it has to be mm. One of the best songs In the album yes. And it is And two It's gotta kind of Wrap everything up Like mm. you need to understand Okay what the fuck's Going on here yep. And I think When I saw the title But when he dropped The um album release And all that stuff I thought he just meant A few good things And like a few yep. good songs But I think he means A few good things In terms of like <clears throat> He says on the Title track You know Bad things come in freeze Good yep. things come in few Yeah so I think, he, I think he's trying to say... I think... It's kind of hard, but I think he's trying to say that, you know, there's a lot of shit that has gone on due to me kind of being famous and kind of taking this road. Yeah. Um, And there's only a few things... There's only a few thing, good things to kind of take from that. I, I think he's maybe kind of saying that despite what I thought this was going to be, there's only a few things you can actually kind of take, it, take from it. And those few things kind of differ from track to track. Mm. And I think... <clears throat> This might be a bit tinfoil, but I think there is something to this where I feel like every two songs kind of like pair with one another outside of the intro and outro. So if you look at One Way or Every Nick with a Budget compared to Survivor's Guilt yeah. and An Interview Called Surface and Fearmonger and Come My Way and Still, it feels like every time he's talking about the things that were good and the things that are at the flip side in a sense. So yeah. I'll give you a couple of examples. So with survivor's guilt and one way. So one way he's talking about, he's moved out the hood. Yeah. He lives in LA. Um, but you know, the money he's spending is only one way. And obviously kind of living on the road where it's only one way. Cool. But in survivor's guilt, is a complete flip side where he's kind of talking about, again, feeling guilty for leaving Chicago for kind of, you know, pursuing these things. Then you have an interview called circus where he's, um, looking back, talking about being broke, um, Kind of driving his car that you know he was gonna break down stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then the next song is literally called Fearmonger, where now he has money, he's scared of spending it. Kind of thing. I feel like there's that going on where like there's a topic that he's hitting and each the song kind of the other song kind of flips it. So one and just to kind of bring this home, if you think I'm stretching it, so the song Make Believe featuring yeah. Fouche, shout out to Fouche also on Take Me Home mm-hmm. on Vince Staples, banging artist. So with that song, where he literally says, um, <clears throat> he's got everything he needs. So that, um, so that song is so yeah, so he's kind of made it. He's got everything he needs. He's independent. And mm-hmm. literally 2012, the flip side, I had everything I need. He's looking yeah. back. He's like, oh shit, like I thought this was nothing, but I really, I really did have everything. So I think there's that going on mm-hmm. with every song. And then the topic kind of changes on each one. So I think he's kind of taken, it's, it's, it's like he's kind of seen the good stuff that's come, but also being, oh, actually, back in the day, because he's doing a lot of reminiscing on this album. Like, back in the day, oh, actually, looking back, Mm. these were the good things that I didn't appreciate. And you get that on so many songs. So, yeah. um, Yeah, I can can kind of see that. I
0: mean, certainly that's... I mean, I didn't get that in terms of, like, one song after the other, but obviously that's going to be something he intentionally or unintentionally is doing Mm. in that album, providing, like, Mm -hmm. both sides of it. Um, I don't know whether I see that in the first couple of songs, because I think on... um, the first, like, actual track on One Way. Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like there's a lot more, um, I guess, nuance to it because I think he is kind of giving himself a lot of... Should we just get into that song, right? He's giving himself a lot of... um, Talking about, like, the dichotomy of life and I don't think it's as... Not that you were saying it's positive, but I don't think Mm -hmm. it's as, like, other side of the coin to to survive as good. I think there's a lot of... um, Mm like reminding himself never to get comfy, that there's always kind of a never. catch with whatever might come his way. Um, mm. But yeah, but yeah, of course, he's kind of celebrating those successes and and saying, um, you know, he's achieved what he has, but there's always something mm. that can go wrong. He's always got that, like, feeling in mm. the back of his mind to, like, you know, new crib by the seaside, but on a one-way street. And, like, mm. all these kind of things that he's constantly, like, sh- like saying, oh, you've got this, but watch out because this might happen at a moment's notice. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I really, yeah, I really like this, that on the song. Um, yeah, I guess from from his personal experience of like tragedy hitting at any moment to his brother, you know, probably a very unexpected moment and to, uh, to Squeak Pivot as well. Like mm-hmm. tragedy can happen wherever in life you are, whether mm-hmm. you're being successful or not successful. Um, and I guess he's reminding himself of that in the song. Mm-hmm
1: yeah i when i first heard this i was like nah this is a really fucking slow way to start an album uh, i was kind of worried i was like man like especially yeah. after three samples like yeah. man this album started off really slow and it took a few listens to me to appreciate this song i think once i got the message of the song i was yeah. like oh actually this song is actually kind of sick like i do like it but yeah i think if you're not a fan of Saba, you're like damn this album starts off mad slow and yeah. i still believe that but it's, it's a really really good song i do appreciate it a lot. More, i think that, like, the whole album will grow on you the more
0: and more you listen to it. It certainly has with me. Um, mm-hmm.
1: There were a few songs that I sure. really
0: liked when I first heard it, and then the more I've listened to it, um, like, the more it grows and the more it, <laughs> like, connects as well, song to song. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Ama- yeah, amazing. Um, yeah. But yeah, should we go through kind of, I don't know, through features or thematically, or how do you want to do this? Um... <clears throat>
1: It's gonna be hard in it because there's so much going on. Yes. But you know what? <laughs> let's just let's just fuck around. Let's see what happens in it. So the one I'll I'll pick up a couple of songs. Yeah, we'll yeah. find our way home. We always do. So one song I want to pick your brain on, of course, is oh. Let's start with the title track. Let's actually start with that. I think that will actually pour into things. everything else. Yeah, this song is amazing. Oh my gosh. I saw the I saw the length. I saw seven minutes. Okay, mm. cool. We're well, really going in. Erin Adden Kane, also a spotlight artist. Go and check her out. She's mm-hmm. amazing. And Black Thought, I mean, come on. And I heard the beat. I was like, this guy's going to murder this shit immediately. Um, I think, but outside of Black Thought, I do think Saba came to play. I think Saba thought, oh, okay, did. you know what? Black Thought's on this song. I really got to go in. And I must say, this is some of the best verses on the entire album. Both verses, actually. Verse one, when he said, I put the punch in the kick instead of punching the clock. It's no wonder this is timeless. I mean, he says, like, Eminem on the stage before he blew. This is living proof. Oh, my God. Um, (laughs) Verse two. Like, I've I've never seen Saba rap like this, honestly. Verse two where he goes, um, niggas repping blocks like the taxi wars, but the thing about turf is that it never actually grows. Um... Then he talks about know the journey waiting is a lonely one. They'll call him crazy because believing yourself is often not often celebrated. People projecting a mirror image that is maybe hatred. The fear he faces is the same as me. I'm peer adjacent. Mm. All truth. You know, I don't lie. Like Shakira is shaken. Iridescent yeah. people show their colors. I assume they true. Like that is like... I've never seen sort rap like this and obviously mm-hmm. Blackfoot comes in after it the does. break goes in dip
0: into a, me- into just a mental so. capoeira when she's
1: staring into your soul and you're trying not to let her
2: fucking
0: <laughs> hell oh, yeah <laughs> it's just insane isn't yeah, it Yeah, I think I it's love that little phrase that they're using here mm-hmm. like the I'm unenthused but good things come infuse mm-hmm. um, that Black Thought says um, but yeah I I agree with you I think this song is phenomenal I think it's a real mm-hmm. highlight um, mm-hmm. both of them are going off um I think, yeah, that the final line actually from the song where he's like, glass half full, the other was emptiness, we turned a bunch of nothing to abundance, few good things. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think showing obviously his gratitude and like appreciation Mm -hmm. for what he has and the small things like on the previous song, the small Mm -hmm. things are the ones that matter and like the rest is just kind of like white noise, distraction. Um, Exactly, yeah. And I guess, yeah, again, in face of all these tragedies, like... He recognizes that those things like, you know, making beats in his grandma's basement or like the sitting on like the sofa that the cushion seats always come off on his like <laughs> house, like these kind of things that you're always going to go back to um, and like recognize that those were like, you know, those were the kind of safe spaces or those were the things that matter. Right. Yeah. Um, no. But yeah, the both of them go off, and like you have to. If
1: Black Thoughts on your album, yeah, yeah, um, you have to. There's no Um Yeah. What do you think of the kind of bonus verse at the end? Right at the end, after like mm-hmm. a minute's mm-hmm. silence, mm-hmm. I thought it
0: was good. Yeah, mm-hmm. very good. I was, I was skeptical about that. How long was
1: it? It was over a minute. Yeah, it's pretty long. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of that. What's going on? I'm always. I liked it. At this point. <laughs> I liked it because it's like, you wouldn't really get that much often where yeah. it's, like, it's like a bonus type of thing, yeah. but I, I liked it. I liked it. I think what I did enjoy as well is that, um, the start of this verse ties into the first song where he, where he says, um, I try to spend a little less like a minimalist, but I can't confess this gets harder mm. the big you get. That's how the free samples ends. Yeah. So then you kind of get like an extra type of explanation of that. And he really, he, Digs deep, man. Holy shit, like he really digs deep. I mean, everyone should check out that verse. Um, yeah, no, I like to honest, I feel like I wish more of the album was like this. That's not even hated on the album, but this mm. song really takes it to a to a whole different level for me. So um, yeah. Um and I and I think like you said, like you said, um, we turned a bunch of nothing to abundance. I think yeah, that is literally the take home of, yeah. of the album, to honest yeah. right there. So yeah. This, yeah,
0: I mean this final I'm looking at the lyrics from the final and people, people listening are going to have to forgive us for just quoting. But when an <laughs> album is this good, you just have to sometimes. You have to mm-hmm. let the words say say what they want. Um, he's like, uh, don't ask about my independence. We're not fin- financially literate. Dangle a million dollars with oxygen was a mission. We just want to breathe. We've been drowning here for centuries. Black and brown boy identity, families that depend on me. Art get turned to assembly line, even my line, my lineage. Oof. Oh.
1: It's crazy. It's crazy. Like it's it's yeah, like there are moments in this album where he
0: just we know he has so many flows, but like on Survivor's Guilt and like here, you're Mm -hmm. like, Ooh, like this is a this is a saber we weren't getting obviously on Care For Me. We're like, wow, Mm -hmm. like (laughs) he could wrap
1: with the best of them. Exactly. And I think that's why, like, I always tweet, right? I always say, like, you know, the next generation, Day, Jid, Saba. And I think a lot of people feel like, oh, but who's the Sava guy? Why Saba? Mm. And I think the thing about Care For Me that lacks is that it's not lyrical and I 100% get why. It doesn't have to be, right? It's kind of, it wants to tell its story. So I don't, yeah, so I fully get that. But then you do kind of forget, like, no, Sava can, he can legitimately rap. And I think, there, that's that's what you kind of miss um from the previous album and you really get it here. Like you really get it here. Um let's let's transition, right? So you mentioned Survivor's Guild. G Herbal was a surprising um pair up, I can't lie. But what did you think of it? Did it did it kind of, you know, go down well?
0: Yes. I think didn't I think we slightly kind of mentioned it when it came mm-hmm. out as a single. Um yes. But yes. I love this one. I think it's it's one of the strongest tracks on here. Um mm-hmm. I think, yeah, the kind of like the heavy bass, the like kind of drum beats and his like super fast um, flow. I'm not going to say the buzzword because otherwise Topo will laugh at me Mm -hmm. again. Um, (laughs) But yeah, did you, I'm imagining you did. I imagine you Mm -hmm. saw the kind of Kendrick comparison on here.
1: Oh, I didn't think of that actually. It's definitely- But it makes sense. I don't know if
0: it's it's like, um, I was trying to think what song and i went back and tried to like skip through so many of kendrick's albums to find out which song it mm-hmm. reminded me of but i feel like maybe something off like untitled or mastered or like a dna type flow i don't know but here, oh okay oh, that, okay the way it starts yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no that makes sense um, where like mm-hmm. the beats not fully in but you just got like the line going um mm-hmm. yeah really good um Fair. i think this is like the the quote-unquote like hardest song on the album <laughs> mm-hmm. right like yeah the beat, the beats kind of, um, I guess a bit more, it's, punchy, not really beat. Yeah, it's a punchy beat. Um, he's mm-hmm. rapping kind of fast. Um, and he's, yeah, he's given us so many, like really, really nice kind of anecdotes from his childhood. Um, where he's like, um, yeah, my father told me that the world was mine and I believed him, my mother said I was a heathen, my grandma was the one to feed us. I'm the one that paid mm-hmm. my sister's tuition. I should probably go to those meetings. My grandpa's smile with no teeth and my cousin's still supposed to be here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he cuts um, it off. My cousin's yeah, supposed yep, to be Yeah, he yep. was like Yeah, like you already know. Like it's like you already know. Like you already know what the fuck's <laughs> going on. Um I was going to say, um, so he's left little notes on some of the singles mm. and I'll read them out. I wonder if it's going to add anything to the discussion. So for this one, he says, um, sheltered and innocent and guilty by association. Mm. When you see enough of your friends go, you learn the true difference whereas before you could only imagine. So I guess, again, am kind of talking about maybe feeling guilty that people have literally died whilst he's not been there mm. or he hasn't been called on. Of course, he said, he said on Fighter on his last album, still feeling the guilt that Walt never... Care to call? So yeah. obviously now losing squeak, it's like, damn, like why, like why does it not feel like I can do anything about this? Like, yes, I should be going out chasing my dreams, but no. you know it's Chicago at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, what do you think, G Herbo, on the last verse? I thought it was good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I was gonna sorry just when you talking about the guilt But There's a mm-hmm. lyric in there where he says, "Um, survivor's guilt rhetoric." I could have been, was it? I could have been a B. Bee? I don't know what he means okay. by that, but. Um, oh yeah, I don't know what he right, means. Yeah, by that. pressure of family that we suffer. Got to lift them up out of the gutter. Mm. So I think feeling that survivor's guilt, he's going back to look at, um, I guess all that he has family-wise, and, and acknowledges his role in trying to do as much as he can for them because mm-hmm. um, he, you know, he knows he's kind of got to, the, you know, share the spores and whatnot. Um, yeah, family's such a big theme in this huge, album. And he's huge, and got, he's got them all. I guess he's got his, I think his his mum and dad are on there. Um, mm-hmm. He's got kind of like little audio snippets throughout the album. Um, mm-hmm. I guess almost a bit like, um, I'm trying to think what albums recently have done that. Obviously a good example is Kendrick Lamar does that a lot, especially on like yes. Good Kid, Mad City. Um, yeah. And uh, Damn as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, G Herbo. Mm. Yeah, I liked yeah, it. I liked some, it. Still want yeah. some savage shit, like
1: twenty one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I never would have put them together ever. No, but I'm quite like it Yeah, it, it does works. work. Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: Uh, yeah. yeah, it's good. It's good. I mean, Sal- this is the thing about the having so many features. You've got to like kill it yourself, and I feel like he does on all of mm-hmm. these verses. I don't see anyone that like outguns him, and I think on this, you know, he definitely has a better verse than G Herbo.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. That. No, I I think I think that's one thing that saves this album in a big mm. way. No one really outguns him. Yeah, mm. you're right. And there's some big features here. Like quite an expensive track list, all things considered, especially yeah. at this point in life. Obviously, G Herbo, Marie Maribar, mm. Smino, Crazy Bone. Like there's a lot going on here, mate. So yeah, the fact that he's kind of held his own throughout the whole thing. Yeah, shout out to him. Um definitely. Yeah, let's go to, let's go to Come My Way because if people know um, Bone Fox and Harmony is one of Isaba's you know, main influences. Yeah. One of the reasons he kind of got into this. So I guess kind of kind of having him on a song like this must be a full circle moment. Um, yep. When I first heard it again, I was like, "Damn, the vibes of this album is really shift. mellow." Yeah, really shift in it, especially right after "Um Fearmonger." Mm. But um, I do like this one. It's not my favorite, but I, I don't think it's a bad song. I think mm. it goes down all right. What do you think? Yeah, yeah,
0: definitely not one of the best. I think. Although I will say this is the song that kind of I feel like best demonstrates his ability to slide from the singing to the rapping, like he does it. Yeah, his, the track is quite chilled, and he kind of lulls you into that, and then he'll just suddenly switch and start rapping. And like he just does it so. Like triple time
1: almost. Yeah. yeah, it's oh it's crazy.
0: Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of the song. It's obviously not it doesn't go as uh, as hard as the other ones. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I'm, I still like this one.
1: Yeah. It, there's a, another note with this one as oh, well. I'm add this it's like it's like it's like the <laughs> Silk Sonic episode. There's a, but there's a note here. This is actually quite a long one. So maybe we can discuss this. So he says, <clears throat> "Poverty song was a concept I considered for this one. Mm. All I'm doing is thinking about how to get some money, and then we'll be good. A false statement, but one that I believed at a point, and many others believe right now. Mm. This song always also takes place in that nostalgic kind of setting. I'm describing many things that are normal on the west side of Chicago." So that it plays just like any other day. Pretty stagnant, but having so much life. Um, we ain't got time. We ain't got no time to relax. A harsh reality for so many people experiencing this type of poor. The focus is on work and survival. Had to run the nigga shooting and shit. I wish those guys had shields and acknowledgement of grief. But the song is not written as to feel sad or sorry for ourselves. It is a reality. Not one mm. I or anyone else can change. So that this song is getting up the next day and getting to work or getting to it, however you provide. But just but just moving on in that fashion. And then we'll be good throughout whatever adversity and challenges and otherwise just fucked up shit comes our way. Mm. Which More that's a long ass description. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. But um I think I think he ties it in well. I don't he, I mean it's mm. a long explanation, but I, I do get that vibe, but he has some really good lines on here actually in the mm. first verse, where he said something, um something about um the people shooting on porches or people shooting up the porch like people obviously taking heroin and people actually banging guns and then he says um, I wish that the guys had shields spotlights clean windshields fiends will do it free for a feel I was like damn I mean that is true I remember hearing that now yeah (laughs) yeah I was like I was like damn that's that's very true I mean you can tell like this guy because the thing about West Side Chicago, I'll just add this here. There's only, like, three prolific rappers, mm. maybe two, that come from the West Side of Chicago that people give a damn about. Yep. One being Twister, and two being Lupe. So when people kind of talk about it, I think people forget, like, yeah, it's still Chicago, Vic. Like, you know, don't get it twisted. So, yeah, it's like, damn, the way the way he words you can tell that like, this is, like, legit mm. shit. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see where to
0: go next. Hmm. I want to I talk about maybe one of the interludes. Okay. Kind of mellow it down a bit. So an interlude called Circus. Um, okay, cool. Obviously, we've talked about Erin Allen Kane being on here. Um,
1: Where is she on this one? Correct me if I'm wrong, That's <laughs> what
0: I was going to say. Correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't really hear on this, apart from providing some kind of barely there harmonies with him.
1: I think that's it. The
0: song's about a minute long. I was trying mm-hmm. to, I was like, is she... Is that her being auto-tuned? No, of course not. That's Sabah. And I'm like, where is she? I had to listen back again and again and again. And yeah, I think she's just providing some some harmonies. Yeah. I don't I know not where noticed. she noticed. If she hadn't been listed on there, I wouldn't have heard it.
1: Like at best, I would if she was putting like additional vocals, but I wouldn't say it's a feature. Mm. It's definitely not a feature. Yeah. It's definitely not a feature, yeah. I'll say that. Um, yeah. The song's cool. Um, it gives me it gives me vibes of another artist. I just cannot put my finger on it at all, like whatsoever. I don't want to say Chance, but I know people hate that comparison because there's always like that debate of like you know Saba has been around longer yes. than Chance and all that mm. stuff. But it does give me big Chance vibes. Mm. Yeah, S- but yeah, Saba right has on. a
0: better discography than Chance. Put that out there. Oh,
1: is that true? I'm gonna say so. More consistent. I think that's probably true. You know. Yeah. I mean, Saba has more albums. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, let, let crazy, the people know. Um,
0: good quote from this one, though, not to sound like mm-hmm. I don't appreciate it, what they pay me, but all these days in the basement, they're trying to recreate it. Kind of taking him back to mm-hmm. obviously when he was 18, 19. Um, yeah. yeah, in his grandma's basement, making songs with Pivot Gang, and obviously mm-hmm. working with Chance on that 2013 acid rap. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's nice. I, he Yeah, he just has so many throwbacks to like appreciating the grind and how that was mm-hmm. in fact um yeah how like he had everything he needed back then um mm-hmm. which is nice uh let me think
1: should we go to You actually let me just Got call you out right here. Well, you said you didn't like the middle part of this album. Okay, so yeah what the two part tracks of the I don't like. Yeah um, Okay cool. Let's talk about those. Oh uh,
0: they're not even in the middle, they're track ten and eleven. Which if called? I had a dollar and stop that.
1: Okay, cool, fair enough. Two of
0: my less favourite songs on here. Um, Mm. I'll say Stop That. I just didn't like the beat on this one too much. And I know he's kind of done it on earlier tracks, I think on um, Survivor's Guilt, where he kind of starts Mm. off with not much of a beat going on here. But in this Mm. one, he like cuts the beat and then brings it back in and cuts the beat. And I just never Ah, felt like the song actually got going. And it works Mm. sometimes, but I didn't feel like there was enough of an energy build up for him to suddenly cut it. Um, and mm. yeah, I don't know. I thought the I thought the beat kind of ruined it for me.
1: I don't mind the beat. Mm. I just I it just I don't like mind. He the
0: was beat. Trying to be too on these two tracks, right? Maybe mm. on stop that more than anything else. It just felt very like like I could have okay. heard any other rapper doing this.
1: Okay, let's start with if I Have a dollar. So obviously yeah. this features Benjamin L. Turner. Um, I think um Benjamin Altner does really good. I think he actually might even be the better part of this song, if I'm being honest. Benjamin yeah. Tyson's a good rapper. Um, But this beat gives me big Kenny Mason vibes. Yeah. I can see Kenny Mason on this all over this. Like, especially the guitar and the little singing, like proper singing, like belting out like a rock star. Hmm. Uh, yeah, it gives you, I feel like Kenny Mason would have been a bit um, a good fit I do think what kills the song for me is not even the beat it's the hook being repeated over it. Like if it gets repeated a lot before you even get to a verse I mean like four times I'm like yeah. alright yeah I get it if you had a dollar each time I failed you'd be rich I do get it like even after that it's like damn like it's it repeated a lot I think if you just kind of cut that down I'm like okay cool um, yeah yeah, I, I, I thought it was, I thought it was a good song. I think the verse was good. And when he starts rapping, it's actually good. When he says, "Um, enough labour about fruit, about fruit, how about the bitch and biggest Smalls, give me the loot. They pass you the board and you cause them to lose. It was all on you. So basically, I mean, like, you know, like, you're taking all these failures and, like, you're leading, you're leading yourself to kind of go down mm. this dark path. But, like, it was on you. Like, people thought you were going to be, like, better than the previous yeah. generation you know and he said he said that like, he had like a basketball meme there something after mm-hmm. that i was like pretty cool but yeah i get you i don't I think like the song is as great
0: stop that i feel like they tend towards the like more mainstream
1: sounds at the moment like i did oh, definitely stop that i agree though yeah i don't know yeah i felt like but yeah. stop that it's not that long of a song though so i don't think it kills it mm, too much yeah it's quite a short song take a loss take a win take it. it just keeps going yeah it, it totally yeah it does feel very generic yeah he does it he does, it does that a lot of times like I think yeah yeah and it's a good it's actually a good hook like I, it's a good hook but yeah it's just yeah but stop that when I first heard it when it was one of the singles mm. I was like oh this is probably one of my least favourite ones that came yeah. out but it has grown on me because I think mm. at this point in the track list you, it does get quite heavy obviously you have like what A Simpler Time Soldier yep. If I Have A Dollar you need something to kind of oh, Put the yeah, energy back yeah. in before the end. Yeah. So I, I think out oh, of the two, I like stop that more. I actually do. I give, yeah, I there,
0: there's a bar from Benjamin that is good. Um, where he's like, I had all these bags, like a bad ballad, like a body ballad. Now we're making bags mm-hmm. off the word salad.
1: Vangel, he's a good rapper. Yeah, I think he yeah. should be a spotlight series. Lojo, he's fucking sick. Um, I made a prediction yeah. before mm-hmm. we started this
0: episode that at some point during the episode you would you would suggest or. Then the
1: next week make will up your spotlight series he's I legit I, mean. I can't lie yeah, it is, <laughs> I it's you obvious know. you know what it is I was thinking yeah I was thinking oh should I make him this week? it's like no nah, really definitely looked and I you were like oh he's only got 19,000 listeners bang yes 100% 100% I actually did all of that you got me I can't lie you got me but yeah I was like you know what I'll save it for another time there's, there's enough rappers in the vault but um, no I do like it there's a note we Stop stopped there actually he says I feel like more often than not we let our own judgment of ourselves knock our confidence off Mm. before anyone else even offers any feedback our own insecurities ring really loudly in our heads to the point where we make ourselves smaller before giving anyone else the chance to yeah this is something I feel like I found myself beginning to do over the years hiding from the uncomfortable moment and this song works as my noticing and correcting that and I think if you kind of look at the whole duality thing I'm talking about if you have if I have a dollar, so it's like oh you know like he's talking about the struggle. If he had a you know he's talking about all these failures, but yet he was still persevering And also he's a stop that. It's like he's persevered. He's talking about yeah. I actually am the shit by the way. I think there's something to that. So I think, um, yeah, I think it. I think it does work. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I. I mean, I get what you say about them like linking together. I think it just for me, it feels like a bit of a lull. And after mm. having you know, I'm I'm thinking if you take. I know you're not going to be happy about this, right? But if you take these two tracks out, it's like 12 for 12. Like there are no misses whatsoever. But it just feels like there's... Uh, a, it feels I like wouldn't even a agree with that. With these,
1: I don't know. I wouldn't agree with that. So what? I actually don't like um, the song with Mariva a simple no. time. And then it goes wow. an octave higher at the end, I was like, oh, no. Actually, like, like, it's cool. It's okay. It's not my favorite joint. Um, he has a, he does have a good line where he says, um, the money never made me. I'm more, am more than I invest. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Mariba, that's the thing. Now that you've said it, I don't know if he's always been better than the feature, but I think he hasn't. Actually, I think it's quite equal here. Mariba has a really good verse here, actually. Um, she says, Wouldn't that be perfect if the world ran on fulfilled purpose and not persons working like their purchases, thinning purses of wealthy serpents? So I was like, Oh, all right, all right, man, Mariba. After we shield on you for you, know what you feel. That's actually <laughs> kind of vagrant. Like, you know what I mean? I like, got like, that's pretty hard. So, um, the song, but the thing is, I will say the song sounds too much like a Mariba song. Yeah, song. I can it sounds that. a lot like a Mariva song, mm. and I think the I think this might be the one few songs that's not fully produced by these guys. It's produced mm. by one guy. He's actually a popular producer. It's uh, it's missing my head, but uh, yeah, I think that adds to it. To mm. be honest, produced so,
0: by yeah. Jacob Rochester. Is that
1: it? Monte no. Booker. Ah. Monte Booker. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, So
0: shout out Mariva yeah. on this. They come on calm mm. like the sea when it meets the horizon. No, no one can. No one can shake me. Not even Poseidon. Ooh. Yeah, bang. tell
1: them. Like yeah, she yeah. does really good. She does, but yeah I, I don't know like i thought like, i don't know i just don't i just don't fuck with it like mm. as that like it's a good song i don't think there's a bad song I'm like oh this is horrible yeah, it's like yeah. oh it's very mariba vibes it's like yeah it doesn't really give me saba in that sense That's fair. um but um the song previous to this though still was um black and smino oh my god i, I didn't even say six like, I like respect on his you, name you respect him this time because he Gone, killed this talk shit oh my gosh i love this hook Still loving these hoes. Still. Still, John. He's still. 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 Like, no, great song. Great song. Um, Yeah, I really like it. I really, really like this. Uh, nice Smino's great. Them. Nice to have them all back together. No, where is Fatima? She's not here, so it doesn't really count. But yeah. um, <laughs> Yeah, no. Yeah. I just, it's just, like I said, I think it's a contrast to the previous song where um, Come My Way is talk again, he's talking about when I get rich, i make some money. He's made money. Mm. Um, he said, and, and we, 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 he says, um, when I get rich, we'll make some money and we'll be good, right? He's made money, things aren't good because he's made money. He can't be around his loved ones. <laughs> do you know what I mean like? You know what I mean so? Yeah. It's like you know what I mean like good things coming for you, right? So I think that's kind of the duality he's dealing with this song. So um, kind of dealing with this like lover he has was yeah. like yeah, like I go, I go pursue this thing. I have to, like, I'm making money now. I can't not pursue this thing, but I understand, like, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of like a, can you wait for me to have a song? But yeah. yeah, I really enjoy it. I like how, like, dark it is. I know the production's quite, not muddled, but it's not, it's as clean as the others, and I like that for it. So yeah, yeah. I, I think I, everyone does well. Here. I'm
0: a fan too. I think there is, th- I like Smino's verse. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, <laughs> Stileum Shakespeare, No Eraser, I wrote the verse in stone, Sculpt the
1: Horoscope mm-hmm. and Morse Code. He always said eat. <laughs> mm-hmm. it says, like, eat it like Baba oh, Ganesh. Ganesh. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, fair enough. To, fair enough Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I like it. I think, but I think my, I do, I do, I do I agree with you with the other songs, though, in terms of lols. But yeah, Mariba, mm. cool. But yeah, stills good. I think after that, yeah, you're hitting, you know, clean, well, clean smooth sailing, More really. Fair yeah, Fear manga, manga is still. What's still one of the best songs on the album, <laughs> like straight yeah. up. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Um I think on this again, another Kendrick Lamar comparison, where he goes up kind of like uses that auto voice and goes kind of high pitched, sounds a bit like lust.
1: hmm uh, you can go back and hear that. I wouldn't say that, but I will say people did uh, you know, really? when I you know was looking across the Reddit communities, mm. people gave a big comparison to, to Pimp Butterfly. I oh, think it's okay. probably um what song is it? I think maybe, is it Institutionalized? One of the earliest songs mm. on the album. And I get it, but I get more Childish Gambino. And I said it at the time, I get way more like Awaken My Love than anything else. Mm. I think that, I, I do see Kendrick, but I think, and I think this is what kind of um, ruined people's perception of the song. Because yeah. people are like, oh, because you know, you know people, any hip hop head, you can't say anything compared to Pimper Butterfly. Because then that gets to get screwed. It's like, what? You're saying this is yeah. the level yeah. to Pimper Butterfly? Yeah. It's like, fuck me. You're just saying it. it's reminiscent. It's reminiscent But um mm. yeah I don't I, I first heard Gambino But I can also see Why you get Kendrick Especially with the like Auto-tune voice For the hook mm. But um Regardless of that Regardless of that I think the song Still goes down Really well I Like I, I really Really fuck with the song Like From when I first heard it, I was like Gosh yeah mm. Star Wars coming different This time It's so mm. good
0: It is so good I think <laughs> Yeah just I guess talking about The fears of going broke And the constant Like rat race Yeah to like Mm -hmm. make it and then once you've made it you're scared of losing it so you just gotta keep going and keep going Mm -hmm. um he's like i feel hunger hunger but i feel something at least i need something to eat um ain't no options best go make more Mm.
1: yeah when he's like um my fans intervene if i well what's he say ah it's funny talking about the tesla i'm gonna Mm -hmm. get it up sorry oh gosh let me let me my mouse has gone to shit but it's fine we'll get there boys when he says, Will my fans inter- leave if I. Oh, I want to know. When he says, What well, about like, well, my fam? My family. My fam intervene for a bag of the G's and a black model fridge?" 3- sh- pass- yeah, <laughs> will my fans leave if back come for asses and see if I log out app or I like a retweet? I'm just scared to go back there and have shit to eat. Half my bread goes to taxes at actual feast. It's just the way he says mm. it's like it's so good. But the like, the delivery on this song is so, so good. And even like the perspective, he kind of starts off this verse we we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. He's I mean, like, but once you make money, you'll be more afraid than a saw. My grandfather drove a Corvette convertible p- p- car. He passed away and left his will to the fate of the stars. So it's like, yeah, he drove an expensive car, mm. he died. You know, he left his will to to whatever's coming after that. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't really about the money. And then I think I think that's something that um it's good to kind of keep reminder of, especially yep. going through life both of us living in the big city of London. It's like, yeah, it's mm. all about how much money you earn because obviously without money you can't survive in this city. But yeah, just him just being like, yeah, like you did all of this to make money and then now it's like, shit, like what if this all ends? And there's so many, obviously it's not the, a new concept. Again, actually got another Kendrick comparison. Comparison, sorry. He, this is something he spoke about on Fear where he's like, "Um, mm. thirty shows a month, and yep. I still won't buy me no Lexus." You know what I mean? So it's mm. a similar kind con- kind of concept, but yeah, I just think the way he does it's like it doesn't seem as depressing. It just kind of feels like, yeah, it just there's something more upbeat about this one. So yeah, I fuck mm. with it.
0: Yeah, big time.
1: Just, yeah. Um, what's oh? So
0: if you're paying to flex, pay your security first. No point in paying for whips to ride a funeral hearse. hmm Yeah.
1: Yeah. Love it. <laughs> that, that was such. Yeah, it was such a good. Yeah, such yeah. a good song. Both mm. of them. Yeah, I
0: think, yeah, I mean, it's such a strength of this album is like the, mm. uh, yeah, like just looking so kind of objectively at, at his situation and at mm. the kind of byproduct of that, whatever that may be, whether it's um, like mm. the success and all the trappings of that, or whether it's like the fear of being hurt or the fear of like passing away or losing a loved one. And I feel like mm. the theme is just so like well entrenched throughout the album i think mm-hmm. it has one of the like strongest intros i think i've seen mm-hmm. in an album in a long time um just in the way that it like what the album or the, the song, film. free over? samples sorry oh, free sample, sets yeah, up yeah. the album like it just mm. sets the scene so well like he's mm-hmm. going to talk about his family and friends throughout the album and he like includes them in that and he mm. yeah i don't know i mean dawn fm had a great kind of intro track and that mm. kind of set up as well but i don't know yeah Yeah, this is yeah it's really good it's harder the bigger you get and you're like cool that really sets up what we're about to talk (laughs) about um
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and literally every song is like yeah just feels like yeah about it kind of all surrounds this like every element of his life has been affected by fame Mm -hmm. every single one you know relationships money who you can trust people dying uh you know like do you mean like his. All these things. Like and I think Ozzy's hinted a lot at him maybe having a child on the way as well, mm. which also affects stuff, which moves on to one song we cannot end this show without talking about it, Soldier with the whole pivot gang. Um but before we get to that, sorry, there's another note here. It's another oh note my, for here this we one. Okay, here we go. This one's not as long. <laughs> at the time of making this record, I was beginning to realize how big a hold fears actually had on me. Mm. With big decisions to make, I was never sure if I was doing the right thing. Relatable. Fearing if I was actually doing enough. I'm saying we're embedded with this irrational fear. The song takes this concept and kind of turns it slightly abstract by assigning a character to fearmonger. I've never made a record that sounded anything like this, and part of the fun of releasing music is to create world sonically and have people trust you to show to show them around your imagination. And then just to add on that, before we close out, a lot of people because this was the first single that Mm -hmm. came out for a few good things, a lot of people thought that Saba was kind of quote-unquote I hate when people say this because it's not selling out but people act like he was selling out I was like oh he's like departing for like whatever reason I was like Hmm. yeah but Saba's always done that like he's always done that I'm not I'm not and do people really want to hear, like, I don't know, calligraphy type beats, throughout This whole thing. That was no. never going to happen again. He's not going to, you know what I mean? Ne- that album's never going to happen again. Like, you know, God willing, he doesn't lose another cousin. Like, you know what I mean, it's not going to happen again. So I don't get why people expected that. Did you get that feeling like oh, actually, Saba's kind of going mainstream? No. I didn't get that at all. I don't
0: think so. I felt it on those two tracks that I criticised. But those mm-hmm. are outliers in terms of mm-hmm. the whole album soundscape. Like, you're always going to get a variation. And I think the album shows the growth, right? Because there are some mm. absolute bangers on here that are produced by himself and others. So mm. no, I don't think he's going mainstream at all. And also, he mm. he won't, he can't because, like, listens wise, <laughs> this is this album's probably gonna get, by the looks of it, much less listens than his other two. Like yeah. he had tracks from like uh, Bucket List that had a hundred million listens. Oh, yeah, uh, I do I think it's anything it's from it. this is touching a million yet. apart yeah. from a couple I mean, of
1: singles, right? I mean, understandably so, the guy did fuck off for four years. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so 100% understandable. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, so, and also on top of that, he's independent, right? Like yeah. how, it doesn't seem like he even has a big publishing team behind him because he doesn't even drop vinyls like that. Mm-hmm. So I actually do think he's one of those, like, not chance rapper independent, like, legitimately <laughs> independent type of guy. So yeah. I don't think he, I, I don't think he would stay independent for as long as he is to now make, Poppy songs for no reason. No. It doesn't really make sense to me. So, but no, yeah.
0: Soldier, great track, mm-hmm. big fan of it. Um, and he's like, I'm dying from asphyxiation from the weight of the world while in the waiting room. I'm waiting for the birth. Of my girl obviously, mm-hmm. in reference to like you're saying, could have a child on the way. Um, but yeah, I I like this. I thought they were just really smooth altogether. Obviously, Pivot Gang, you know, great they're going to be, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. The chemistry, great chemistry. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just like that. I think again, another kind of musing in him kind of kind of being self reflective about like you know how how am I be a troop trying to lead a troop of my own, like now you know, the next mm-hmm. generation's come along, how's mm-hmm. he kind of learned from his experiences, and how is he gonna pass that on um you know what they do to, yeah <sighs>
1: Okay. it's just great it's even just the hook yeah. the hook is so good and that's mm. one thing I'm actually quite surprised by this album that I think is an improvement over care for me that the choruses are just so much better where he says um, life is fighting while nobody notices mm. die a man or live out like the soldiers obviously that's one side of it you know um Soldiers have to fight. You don't have a choice. But also the other side is, life is filled with answers that make no sense. Live a man or die out like the soldiers. It's like, damn, like, it's just, there's something about that chorus. Like, damn, that's such a good fucking chorus, man. Um Tawa does these things, like you said, talking about his unborn yeah, child. Yeah. When he says, um, it's like I'm drafting. I've got to lead the family. I'm just hoping I return with one of my body parts attached to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, Joseph Chiniam's again. He shows up here. Um, I do think outside of the <laughs> watching my back, I'm like asking for. I was like, "Oh, no, oh that's that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a struggle bar. That's a struggle bar, mate." But he does bring it home. He does bring it home. Like he does, yeah. he does do good after that. When he says, "I'm told recruiters right before they shoot us that I can't dif- differentiate between blue and black, so I can duck the draft and remain intact." Mm. So like that. That's a, he picked up right. There after There aren't like, many yeah, he struggle work.
0: bars in the There was one from <laughs> yeah. stop that actually where the sub was like, "You're mm. light," something like, "You're light and."
1: grim like a gremlin or something that's like oh, yeah I and he said know. like um <laughs> my missus my my girl's like a chief again mischievous i was like oh like that is a bit of a struggle <laughs> so yeah there's a couple of it. yeah i get you but yeah no this song is so good i think the way it ends mm. it's random i wish they used more that i don't know if it's a sample when it goes like oh it is like it just kind yeah. of goes into like 70s, 80s type sample. Mm. I was like, why didn't you just use this
0: before? Like, yeah. it's quite cool. Because um, so there were yeah. l- literally no samples on this album, I've heard. Oh, is there none? Almost none. Oh, fair. okay. Which I mean, is... I think there's, there's a know. sample on them, Come My Way, isn't there? Uh, maybe there's one or so, but I. There might be one, yeah. I think. From looking, there were barely any samples on this, which mm. is, you know, where to his production.
1: Team. Yeah, and they engineer as well. They yeah. really do everything. Like it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, so fair enough. Absolutely. But yeah, no good song. Um, really, really good song.
0: Yeah, just briefly. I mean, 2012. I think we've mentioned it a few times. We haven't mm-hmm. talked about it directly, but you mm-hmm. know, cute story. Um, you know, definitely relatable. Mm-hmm. Like you know, first meet someone. <laughs> you're like trying to impress them. You're like, oh, I know so much music. you heard X Y Z, um, mm-hmm. X Y Z to all Americans. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's and that theme of like he had everything he needed because I had everyone mm-hmm. I needed. Um I mm-hmm. think yeah, it's a pretty powerful refrain. He kept he kind of repeats it a few times. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, and his singing his singing is great as, as always, and it is in this song mm-hmm. as well. Um mm-hmm. yeah. I think yeah, just one of the best like singer rappers in the game. Like and has yeah, been for the say last, so. like six,
1: seven years. Um, yeah, that's actually kinda of true when you think about it. Well, who else can sing a rap really, really well? There has to be one. There must be one. I'm just forgetting. But yeah, he's definitely up there. We said Cordae sure. was
0: much better than J. Cole. But ah, being yes, good Corday. is different from doing it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and this guy, this guy is good at it. So, you know, Cordae's a better singer, but obviously Saba's a better rapper. For sure. Mm. At this point in time. I, like I don't the think Saba's... This, yeah, fair. I think Corday not on form of bird's eye view, but no. I think he has showcased better singing. Okay. Um, uh, like a thousand words um come back home the grandma skit like he can sing um but obviously that doesn't mean Sabo's no slouch no not any day mm. of the week but um yeah i mean that just shows how much versatility he's got like he can literally make any type of album it's quite scary when you've got someone like that it's like damn you can literally do anything mm. um i wish uh, one thing i do think is better than care for me where it's like the continuity is a lot better here whereas i don't have to guess whether this is Sabo or not as much as i did on um care for me it's like damn who the hell is this it's like oh yeah. it's just Saba mate like happened all <laughs> the fucking time <laughs> yeah it's like Saba doing this voice it does it all the fucking time it's like fuck it it's hard to keep up whereas this one I can kind of maybe because I'm used to it but I can kind of tell when it's Saba a lot more like oh yeah that's, that's just Saba quite, mate. yeah he has a lot of
0: personality <laughs> like he's very yeah very ambiguous you're
1: like is this mm-hmm. who's yeah yeah you know what I mean, <sighs> but um, no 2012 good song getting storytelling bag uh very um akin to um, mm. Prom King also, a lot yeah. shorter. I was your first verse, of course. You know, this this the most of my college, mate. Like, you know, you look back, you're like, you're, you're an a girl. Like, yeah. everyone loves music at the time. Kids love music. You're like, oh, yeah, have you listened to so and so? And she's listening that's to a probably, yeah. fuck's sake. Yeah. <laughs> have you listened to Baduism and the Miseducation of Lauren Hill? Like, that, that's how it starts. Yeah. most <laughs> And then you're like, oh my gosh, like, wow, never never heard of Eric Badu. And then you start you listening to like, that. He
0: heard of this guy called Jay Cole
1: to be you back in like 2011. You know what? Probably, yeah. I oh, yeah. probably was that guy type of guy. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, chance Yeah, f- yeah, definitely. Because that's how you connect to people, definitely back in those days. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. So it's kinda it makes you talk about friendship, like, bitch, what? We're talking about friendship what we talking about. What the fuck are you talking about, man? I friendship. But yeah, it's funny. And um obviously talking about um the second verse again when you referring to his grandma's basement again obviously his grandma's house being a huge huge theme with this mm. bloody album like his grand, I think kind of being like the glue that held everyone together in a sense as most yeah. grandmas are um, when he said something like um, he said something that was quite dark where um, a childlike like Innocence um, we cherished it and tried to hold it it wasn't we you was asked about performances where the hose was um, he said something about wearing colours and having to kind of change it uh, or realising when you get older you kind of have to change your colours mm. Or something like that, um, or like getting the train, like oh you know um, the green line dangerous. For f- the green line dangerous for us. It's just how we get home. Yes. I want a dreads. I put a brush down, and grab the comb. I can take you where it's rough. I mean the catacomb, um, stuff like that. I was like, oh yeah, damn. that damn. That's like even though he's talking about all these things, he's still saying yeah. But I had everything I needed. This was actually all yeah. right, mate. Like, and I don't know. Obviously, I can't speak on, on another man, but I don't know if Saba so is maybe. <sighs> I think maybe he's at the point where he's focusing on all the horrible things that kind of come with being rich and maybe romanticizing the struggle maybe a bit too much, a bit too much, I will say. Like, mm. yes, it is kind of nuts. Nice you don't have no problems with who are depending on you and it's not like this weight of the world. But like... If I come from Chicago, mate, and I get out, <laughs> fair enough, mate. See you later. Like, I'm sorry. There's nothing, there's nothing nostalgic about that. That's going to make you want to go back. Like, let's say the comparison here is like East London, right? <laughs> sorry to the East Londoners. But yeah, if I live in like Stratford and I get to leave Stratford, <laughs> I'm not coming back. I'm sorry. I'm just not, I'm not doing it. No way in hell. There was actually a story where, um, this was a, <laughs> there was a story. There's a rapper called them. I don't know if you know Young's, Young's Teflon, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously, big rapper, pretty good rapper, obviously from the hood, all that stuff, or was in the hood or whatever. Um, so, I think he said to, I think Gig said to him, like, oh, like, you know, you need to get out of there before it kind of, it ruins you. That was kind of the, the um, sem- what the fuck is the word? That was the kind of meaning behind the message. Yeah. Basically, like, you know, you need to get out of here before. And, he, and then also, the Young Teflon was like, what? Like, we talking about, like, I'm real for staying, as most people think. Yeah, I'm real for staying. And then he got, like, stabbed, like, six months later. And he's like, oh, actually. <laughs> you're maybe are right perfectly Yeah, maybe I should get out. And he left. And he's like, yeah, that's how it should be. Like, yes. You, I think there's this urge for artists to stay regular people, yet being, like, rich as fuck. It's, you just can't have it. You just, you just can't have it. Thing. And you know what that reminds me of? Just to wrap this all up, it reminds me of J. Cole. And oh, there's okay. one song here that reminds me the fuck out of J. Cole, which is the song that comes before this, I think, which is called, uh, what is it? Make Believe with mm. future Big J. Cole vibes on this. Huge. This reminds me so much of um, like that 2018 J. Cole, or even even current J. Cole. Just, he's just kind of talking about Blood like. Your eyes only type J. Cole. Yeah, no, maybe a bit more Something like that Like, it's just big, big, big J. Cole vibes Huge I can't remember what song it, was, But it's huge J. Cole vibes Yeah I don't know if you get that I can hear it mm. I can kind of
0: hear it I'm trying to remember what the instruments are sound
1: Someone like. will know the song Someone listening to this will know the song But yeah. it's huge, huge I was like, damn This feels exact It reminds you of Sacrifices Which Sabo was on On the fucking Revenge of the Dreamers That's what oh, it reminds okay. me of Yes Reminds of this big time Yeah That's what it is huge but it's a good song but yeah i was like damn this is actually so much like j cole um Fouche, i mean she was on the outro yeah. i don't know i thought she would come harder yeah. but fair i'm enough.
0: not gonna lie the two features from erin allen kane barely saw or heard or noticed
1: yes more so Which on the last one shame. yeah
0: but it's it feels a shame to waste yeah it's yeah. such a talent, talent. Yeah,
1: no. mm-hmm. yeah. i agree yeah. I, even 2012, I didn't hear Daywave on this. There's no hook. there's no chorus, there's no contribution from Daywave. Who is that guy? <laughs> I don't, I, it kind of messes up my interpretation of this album. Cause, I think like, Daywave features uh Producer?
0: Guitar player or something. Producer, songwriter. Uh, so yeah, guitar based pop. So oh, yeah, I think okay. it could be the guitar here. Oh, okay, fair so enough. It does sound, it starts off kind of like bedroom poppy, doesn't it? Mm hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so there's a lot of features like that. I think Erin Allen Kane, I think for both of us, it's like, yeah, I mean, like, come on, like, she's she's, sick. she's really yeah. talented. She's sick, like. Yeah. Or even, like, where where's John Doe? Could have had her on here as well. Mm. Oh, I know he's worked for a shit ton, so maybe, you know, to kind of take a break. But yeah, Erin Allen Kane could have had, like, a nice little singing the hook or something, like, something like that. Uh, but I do like her on a few good things. Even though it's, like, it's really small, it it reminds me of Four Eyes Only, where Ari Lennox is on it, but mm. it's just, like, little background vocals that helps transition the song. But um, yeah, I think the first one the interview that's that's just ridiculous. that she's actually just not on there. Um, that's just just isn't isn't she? She's, she's just not. not um, she's not. Um, I think that's it. I think we can talk about all the yeah. songs here. Kind so that like gets to the big question, of course, right? Is this Salva's best album? Is it better than Care for Me? Is it better than Bucket List? Where does John stand with this?
0: Damn, I don't know if it's too soon to say because I I really don't <laughs> know where I put it yet. Okay. Um, I think there there are highs that I feel like could put it as a better album um what then care for me yeah okay and i think like thematically it really works and it's a very tight album in that sense mm. um yeah i don't know he's just there's like the songwriting on this is so so mm. good yeah um, it's a lot better than really me, yeah think. like really shows his ability to just like write incredible bars and at the and at the mm. same time like not just like oh that's like a really hard bar but like his storytelling at the same time he hasn't lost that he hasn't kind of traded one for the other he's mm-hmm. just kind of like leveled up um he's got all the infinity stones almost um <laughs> he a, he actually is that type, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that
1: type of rapper uh yeah yeah is that type of shout out to the doctor strange trailer fucking banging. continue <laughs> um so yeah i feel like it
0: it has the potential to be to be mm-hmm. his best but i don't know the two tracks are what slightly let down for me Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's competing
1: against a really good album, so there's no, no. I shame. mean, I can look, I yeah. can look
0: over those because mm-hmm. twelve tracks I really like on here. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a banging album. That's all I have to mm-hmm. say. Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: I would agree. I don't know if it's care for me level. I just think care for me has. I, I would say it has higher highs actually because mm. songs like Grey and Prom King and Heaven All Around Me that is just that And then is just you can't into, recreate sorry. that kind of like emotion. That's the you problem. can't. That's what I'm saying. You can't. But art is art, mate I'm sorry. Like art is art. Like that. Those highs are like insanely mm. high. And I was like, oof, like. But I do think. I do think though outside of because if you take Care of Me as a detour which in, the, in a way it kind of is yeah. and you look at Bucket List and this obviously this is a huge step up from Bucket List and I think it shows that Saba can still make albums without it just being like centered around yeah. death or people dying like you can you you're still competent at that um and I think it's, I think it's, go- I think the thing about this, and this is what I worry about, because it's so mellow. I think that might affect its replay value a little bit, because the songs are really chilled. Like a lot of them are quite chilled. Like yeah. again, Survivors' Guild is probably like the hardest hitting song, and in a, in a world of hard hitting songs, it wouldn't be like anywhere near the top. So it's like yeah. that's. I think that might affect people's listening. For me personally, I think once the whole theme kind of came together, I was like, actually, no, I really fuck with it. I really yeah. fuck with it. I think this year probably. Probably one of the strongest albums this year agree. behind, yeah, around around the magic. Probably a bit behind the magic, but definitely in that in that realm. Mm. Um, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah, he's definitely. Well, I wouldn't say software slump because it's his third album, but yeah, no, he's definitely shown that he's still competent outside of the. I guess. I think, and I, I try not to say it, but I think it might be seen as easy to make a song about something so tragic because it's like, oh, there you go. That's your, that's your album, right? And it's easy to top about and people are going to feel it because people like pain for whatever reason, especially hip-hop heads. We like pain. But I think outside of that, like songs like obviously like more relationship focus, songs where he's kind of bragging a bit, you can still do that, you know? And uh, yeah, I think, I think it just makes it well. I think I think it will it, make him a better artist yeah. in the future as well. I so.
0: mean, he said in an interview that he's planning to have a very long career. And he wants to show off Mm. the different facets of himself. So Mm. it'll be nice to see. Yeah, it'll be nice to see what what kind of what we learn about him next. And yeah, to see those, like you're saying, that other side of him, like can he fully Mm. embrace the like, you know, what? I'm happy with the like the trappings of life, like all the things that come with the success. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm glad he didn't. Box himself in like that Because then he would be like Another L show, Where it's like Oh if you, if you don't make Depressing music You've fallen off yeah. yeah. it's like What the hell is that that is, that is some Mad situation to be in I find fans are insane So I'm glad he's kind of I'm kind of, I'm kind of uh, Gosh I'm my words he's here I'm glad he's kind of a bit. He's ground himself Do you know what I mean Yeah so I think That's the perfect wow. word for that So yeah And no, I think one way Is
0: the one that like Completely encaps- encapsulates That like Dissonance mm. that he's having um mm-hmm. so it'll be nice yeah it'll be interesting to see if you can like subvert that and be like yeah you know what i'm fully in on what i'm appreciating mm-hmm. now yeah for sure yeah um but yeah as always we're gonna leave a question on this episode i'm um, gonna ask you guys if this is ours. Was, was wow you said wow. i was sweatshirt and now i'm, I'm mm-hmm. lost is this saba's uh best albums mm-hmm. is this better than take care um, take care Oh <laughs> my days uh, We're completely wow. gone now, oh, I we? yeah, All, all over the place Yeah we're done You're done It's in. a better care for it's me sin. Fuck it uh, Yeah we're keeping uh, it in. Fuck it um, So yeah let's, let us know What you thought of the album um, I feel like it, it will Continue to grow on me um, Same I don't
1: see it going mm-hmm. The other way um, That's how it's been since the start When I first heard it I was like Oh it's okay And then yeah. every time I hear it I'm like Oh actually no This is yeah, good really Like good. <laughs> yeah it's, it's a really good album uh, It's a good album But yeah
0: Definitely go check this out After you finish the episode mm. um, And as always going to finish the show With our With our coveted And it is coveted I'm not going to lie it people is cover this face. album yeah. um, No you shouldn't You know Religious people out like there You shouldn't cover things Whatever You should You should cover this album It's uh, mm. sick mm. Um, So we have Obviously Now and then 2022 which is our mm-hmm. second version of the Now and Then playlist. Gonna pick one throwback song and one current song. So, a song that's been released in the last two years. I'm gonna start us off. Um, my throwback song is gonna be Shadow Man, No Name, Felix, banger. Saba, Smino.
1: Carmen, I it's almost six years since that dropped. Holy shit. A long Absolute banger, though. A my long gosh. Time. Um,
0: yeah. But yeah, I mean, having Sabah on this, having uh, Sabah's album, obviously, Smino on it. It's like, you know we need to have we need to have a song by those guys. Yeah. So Shadow Man and my now song is gonna be If you say by Abong Bong and I never know if I'm saying it correctly. Oh yeah Bon JR. right? Um and Sars, their song. Mm. Uh yeah. That's gonna get on that.
1: Good good pick. My now song will be ooh, my now song will be I'll say Roster by mm-hmm. Jasmine Sullivan. Fuck it. I was going to go with Vanna Hughes, who dropped a new hating. single. I didn't, I didn't hate me. Um, I was going to go with Vanna Hughes, but and I actually don't like that song that much. And then my Den song, uh, Shot You Down by Isaiah Rashad. Absolute mm-hmm. banger. Oh my gosh. Shout out to Isaiah Rashad. We love him over here, the Van Collective Do. with all my heart. Huge. So yeah, shout out to him. Uh,
0: yeah, go check out that playlist. Give it a listen. Uh, share with a friend. Um, Obviously, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcast listen on google podcast give us a subscribe um give us a little review as well if you can and yeah share with a friend who enjoys hip-hop r&b as much as us um yeah that will be all from us this week we'll see you again next thursday
1: cool see you then